0: Welcome back to the Heads in the Game podcast. It's the holiday special episode. I've got my tea. It's a festive mood. It's Christmas Eve. There's great football in two days. The January transfer window is right around the corner. We've got a special holiday segment coming your way later and so much to talk about. And we've got for this very celebratory occasion, we've got Ollie, we've got Turner, we got Chris. Everyone's on this one. It's a great party. Everyone's home. How's everyone doing today?
1: Ethan, good, good man. Cannot complain. Good, chilling.
0: Great, Chris. I know you just bought a new TV. Just got back from the store.
1: Did indeed. Are you excited Did to indeed.
0: watch Tottenham sit back and defend. Or are you excited to watch your boy Pochettino, with, who you know, rumored to be ready a to see PSG?
1: I'm ready to see pops with Neymar and Mbappe and all the rest of the gang out of suspense. I mean, I think this is this is huge, yeah, possibly, possibly. You think that's uh, happening in January? I mean, we'll see. Um, I wouldn't be upset with the loan, but if he sold him, I think that'd be a little detrimental. Um, but do you think, terms- like, do
0: you think there's ever a scenario in which Mourinho brings Deli back into the fold?
1: I mean, uh, I think it's all really dependent upon like injuries that's like a big thing like mm. first of all because if we get rid yeah. of him and we're just left with the winks and jedson and all these other randos on the bench like is
0: jedson still on spurs I'm
1: yeah like, yeah I we, that's <laughs> what i'm saying you're like you're talking about people who got frozen out like Jetson. yeah we have him on like a multiple year loan like i think he needs I think to go it was 18 months right so it expires yeah, in the summer. Just, yeah i think it was literally just under two years um but I think this is big for Poch, honestly, because, you know, the whole thing at Spurs is we didn't give him many money really, and, you know, not a lot of signing opportunity. But we touched on it a little bit beforehand, uh, you know, PSG move real different when it comes <laughs> to that aspect. So, I mean, I- I'm very excited to see what he does. And God, thank you so much for not putting that, like, that's the one thing I wanted is just for him to go, you know, out of the UK and to coach, I wouldn't have a problem with it at all. So I'm just so thankful that he, uh, you know, he he was true to his word and didn't come to stab Spurs fans in the back. Um, and he definitely knows how much the Spurs faithful appreciate him too. So, you know, just, just real good all around.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, it's, that's a big piece of news that dropped today. And of course there was a busy weekend of Premier League action followed by some League Cup action. I know Turner doesn't want to talk about the latter, but the former Premier League, Liverpool, came out strong, brought opened up the weekend, 7-0 win. Uh, pretty incredible stuff coming out of Liverpool, truly hitting their stride, looking like the team to beat. Um, and we got uh, Man City meeting Southampton, uh, followed by Everton Arsenal. I don't know if you want to speak to that, Turner. I know this has been a... <laughs> I, I, I feel like it's not even fun. I, I'm not even trolling. I'm just uh, like, I, I mean, yeah.
2: Everett, well, I mean,
0: again, it's a 15th place
2: team playing a second place team. I don't really know what, what there is. To Everton say.
0: beat Chelsea. So, like, I can't chalk straight here either. So,
2: uh, I mean, my takeaway, well, I mean, I guess we'll talk about League Cup later, but uh, the big takeaway was uh, hopefully Martinelli is not injured for too, too long, or mm. he can come back. And uh, I hope that uh, Leno doesn't get injured because if Leno gets injured, I think we're going we're really, elegant. I, I I do not see how we stay up because this I- Icelandic kid. I mean, not that we had any chance of beating City in the in in the regular game, but like Jesus Christ, he's not helping anything out. So uh, I mean, if we want
0: to talk about League Cup, we can talk about League Cup right now, and we can bounce back to. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's two, two losses. I don't, I don't really have much to say. About yeah, that there, so. they do sort of blur together. <laughs> but of course, you know, for those who don't know, you know, there were the quarterfinals of the League Cup were in the midweek and Arsenal went out, Man City. I was a little surprised about the quality of the teams because, you know, both City and Arsenal, I mean, I mean yeah, they're both teams with European competition. They're both teams that have been playing Europa League that have been having a pretty congested fixtures calendar. But the squads that came out, I mean, without, you know, with a few notable exceptions, you know, no Kevin De Bruyne and no Sergio Aguero were pretty much starting lineups from both teams, like some pretty strong squads, I thought, throughout the League cups. So that was, I thought, you know pretty great to see, but well, you, you think that, but
2: Lacazette isn't starting had an Ninketia right now, so he's technically a That's sub, true, okay. Like, you look at actually the players playing, Kalasinach doesn't play. I guess Gabriel was only like the really mainframe, but like technically Martinelli is not getting starts, and like it was a classic like Willick Sabios pairing that just makes no sense, so yeah. But like, we've been watching I mean, like League Cup
0: for like a bit. Turner and yeah but also I feel like these are better teams Man
2: City's trophy it's Man City's trophy so and and Pep knows that he literally will get if he doesn't win something every season like the league's already like pretty tough for him to are just like not definitely not gonna win it yeah uh and like the league cup is like this easy thing he can kind of just throw his b team which is the best b team in the entire league arguably in the entire world and win it every season with with uh yeah, with Mahrez and Foden, who, like, he refuses to start in Prem. So, yeah, I don't know. It, it just, like, it made sense.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So, yeah, I mean, a pretty comprehensive for win for a Manchester City team that is a pretty star-started lineup, top-quality yep. team that you would think would finish top four in the Premier League if they were going in week out, uh, week in, week out. Uh, other games in the League Cup, um, you know, not, like, the most spectacular results. I I don't think there was, you know, one that really caught the eye. The Brentford win over Newcastle was, you know, a big win for a championship team over a Premier League team. Uh, Tottenham, you know, your boys, Chris, took care of business against Stoke City. Yeah, started off a little scary.
1: So, no, completely. um, But like you touched on, I think that Brentford win was huge with Spurs drawing Brentford for the semi. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that'll... You know, that really nice who you guys triples. draw? Maybe get a little silverware. Yep,
0: Turner, I yeah, Turner. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yes, sir. Um, <laughs> oh my yes, God. sir, turn dog. So, Turner, um, okay, but here's um, we'll my thing. You, we'll see you in the final, baby.
0: The inevitable point in which they falter will just be made all that was the sweeter. Final. Yeah, them, it was the final. I mean, playing against Brentford. Like, if they lose against Manchester City, you're like, ooh, you, you know, they could lose against Manchester City. That's fine. But if you're dropping points against, you know, Rico, Henry, and Brentford, You've got problems. Are we saying then that, that there's no banter when we're in the championship next season
2: and it's a comparable <laughs> competition? Or, or if, if that's what we're saying, then we'll I'm turn this into a
0: championship that. podcast. We'll yeah. all pick
1: teams. Turner, I'm going to be really sad if Arsenal goes to the championship, <laughs> huh? I mean, Like you That's going to be a dude. blow. That'll be a endless blow.
2: That is banter. That is some stuff that M- people still shit on leads for.
1: Banter, like, leads but can... like, come on. I hear you. I completely hear you, Turner. My only like thing is, is like when we're all like chatting in the game <laughs> <laughs> and in our group message and everything. Like, did you see that Alba bicycle kick on Darby or somebody? You know, just like. Ooh, ooh, but I'm gonna turner. I'm really hoping your boys pull through. I just think great for banter's sake, it'll be a lot of banter either way. But that's crazy. I think okay. like I wasn't really taking the whole like relegation thing too seriously, but um, I saw that like they started like doing wage cuts and like clauses in people's contracts, like in the event that they do get relegated. And that's kind of when I was like, yo, damn plan. <laughs> Yep, yep, this is it's not, I mean,
2: it's
0: relegation form, but yeah. whatever. Hey, Chris, why don't you try turning off your video and see if that helps your connection, because you, you get all robot-y on our end, although beautiful. we love seeing your beautiful face. Uh, so I mean, we can go back to the Premier League. I mean, you know, man, you dispatched Everton, uh, you know. What? Leads, 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 I was going to say. Yeah, back to the gonna... Premier League. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to talk oh, some wins.
2: Oh, oh, in the Carabao Cup. Sorry, I'm losing my mind. I'm
0: losing my mind. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, no. We'll get there. <laughs> uh, Premier League action. Um, big win. I know. I know. Turner is excited to talk about it. I can see the 6-2. Um, but first, you know, Tottenham go out against the strong Leicester team. Uh, lose. The latest of a worrying result. It seems like only you know a few weeks ago, a month ago, we were talking about Tottenham first. first, Tottenham going for a title. How great Mourinho was doing, and now the you know voices of the critics, voices of the doubters have grown back up. Uh, Chris, I know this is a frustrating one for you to watch. Uh, yeah, you know, two teams that really thrive on counterattacking, and to concede a penalty and an own goal can be pretty frustrating. <laughs>
1: Uh, for me 100%. for me it was just completely like old spurs you know Serge you yeah. running around like his head's been cut off like shoving people around and stuff right before off time like you know it was just a one of those old performances and i think that's why no doubts and stuff has been creeping into the media just because you know they, their form had been so like hot and they looked so like good and just so untaught and I'm like if that makes sense that you know they were automatically thrusted into the title contender talks and you know so on and so forth. But you know, I was a little disappointed when we what did we, we drew at Crystal Palace late and you go see Liverpool smash him like seven to whatever. It's just kind of like geez, you know, we we really aren't on we really aren't as on top of the league and stuff as you know we thought we were. So I think it definitely took a lot of Spurs fans back to reality as well. But yeah, not a not a very good result to wake up at six to watch. (laughs) Get packed out. Well, it wasn't a fun time.
0: it's The pain of living on the West Coast, that Pacific Time grind. Exactly. Just like judging my Spurs like tactics, though.
3: Like I don't know if you would expect them to be like smashing teams. Like Mm. I don't know if that's like a good like threshold for you to like judge how top of the league they are. You know what I mean? Like. If they're going to win a game, it's going to be 1-0, but it could still be very, like, a
0: clinical win for them. You know what I mean?
1: I, I, no, I, I definitely think, hear that. I yeah. hear that. I'll just shout.
0: I don't think Mourinho teams have ever won big. Like, you know, I'm thinking back to the Chelsea games, and, like, they would win, like, you know, games like 4-0 or 5-0 in certain instances or, like, you know. But they would never, you know, put eight or nine, like, you know, eight, seven or eight was, was that- the way Ancelotti did or something.
1: Were those uh, defeats or winnings, I should say, or those to, like, rival teams of Chelsea or rival coaches of Jose? Because I think for the rival game, I mean, except for the Chelsea game, which he completely sat, I mean, he definitely made a point to... Strike Man United as like ferociously as he could. A red card helped
2: you guys out. Let's just like,
1: dude. uh, Yeah, I hear that. Like, I hear, I hear. It's very
2: easy to go eight nil up when you're like nine men down, and you. But but yes, you guys killed them.
1: But the what? It was two one when the red card happened. Yeah, it was two one. What in the first like two minutes of the game? Like (laughs) we. I got to look back at that. I got to look back It was like that, that. Gonna, minute. Fair enough. I'm just saying. They were going to get it. packed, bro. They were getting packed that day. Like, if Spurs jumped on your ass, let me, let me try to find it. Um, but continue. Continue. Whoever's were sorry. <laughs> <Bad>. <laughs> no,
2: <a little> <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, well, we can use that as jumping off point. So, I mean, giving Mourinho some credit. But the team you faced then was a Manchester United team that was under fire. Then got more under fire. Didn't qualify for the Champions League knockout round and then has Khan on a nice run of form again coming into yeah. the, the christmas period going but up also, against the Leeds team yeah, yeah yeah
2: i was just gonna say like what the hell is this lester team dude this lester team yeah, is true. most it, the weirdest team it's i've weirdest ever spot. seen in my entire life they literally will go on like they'll beat all the all the big dudes five two against city they i mean they beat us like a bad one zero game they beat you guys. Uh, they, they, they've had some other impressive victories. But then, like, like their team just kind of – like, they, they were starting Mark Albrighton against you guys. like, and, and just, like, what who the hell is James Madison? Is, is, he, ba- is he back to the – I mean, he was a Jack Grealish of a year ago. Uh, you'll remember. Everyone was like, James Madison is, is the cam, the English cam that uh, man you need or that so-and-so mm-hmm. needs. And then like like the the Barnes kid, I'm not settled on. They're starting Fafana, the center back for, um, God, what's the team? Uh, Saliba. He he was the worst center back. Same Eddie. Yeah. Uh, and and he's I guess balling. It's just a weird team that like just shows up at random times. Their their records. They're nine wins and five losses, and they're in second. So yeah. we, you know, which kind of just shows that like ties really are a kick in the ass if you can just get those winners like it doesn't even mean, matter if you lose a few it's just like the tie really should be seen more as a loss than a you know what i mean because like that's insane that they have 27 points and have five losses but yeah i don't know I agree. It's, uh, they're just a weird team to watch but uh like also no surprise that they beat um they beat you guys uh but i also think i mean the wolves game uh ollie it's funny because we were talking you're like i was you're like yeah we got burnley but uh you know they did they did go to the emirates and do something
3: uh so (laughs) yeah that was a that was a tough game to watch honestly uh they i mean their work rate is pretty pretty like astounding like they i think they ran like Three times, just in terms of distance, I think their players ran like two or three times as much as the Wolves players. And I know like we're mostly a counterattacking side, but like if you saw both their goals, like they were both like just kind of forced in, like they were from crosses. The first goal was just kind of like, it's just yeah, forced in. um But yeah, I don't know. Fabio got his pen. So, you know, maybe that'll give him a little confidence. I was kind of stoked on that um, clinical finish from him. <laughs> I don't Sophie, know. I got,
1: a, I got a quick question for you in terms of like Wolves. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, I haven't been watching every single one of their games, but I feel a little bit more this season than last. Like when I do like tune in on Bleacher Report or whatever, I've seen like some pretty like crazy defeats that they've suffered. Um, would you say like, you know, they're a little toothless up top or have you kind of noticed anything this year that makes you, you know, anything that's changed from the team from last year, you know, cause I think last year the big theme was wolves going everywhere and shocking everybody, you yeah. know, and just yeah. coming out with these ridiculous wins. So, you know, is it like the Raul, the Raul injury or, you know, what do you kind of see from your POV?
3: Yeah, I think it's like a couple things. I think the first thing would be like, we were talking about teams, like, you know, uh, um, like, uh, the, the Blades coming up, and, and you know, all of a sudden, teams figure out their tactics, and then, like, they can't really, like, get a foothold as easily because they've been in the Prem for longer, and, like, people, you know, the tacticians, like, have time to, like, figure out their strats and then, like, counteract those, but I also think just this year, like, yeah, the Raul thing was a big blow, and I think, like, we've definitely gotten... Like, we're, we're, I think we're definitely trying to make a stand in the Premier League, but doing that, we've bought a lot of players that are going to take some time to mesh together. Like, we are trying out Otasawi um, in kind of like a weird, like, cam, but also just like forward position versus Burnley and like, um, you know, Marsall or Marcal, like, he, he's looking really good, but then we also have like Kilman and stuff. Um, So a lot of new players, I think, that need to mesh um, and and kind of find their rhythm together, Um, even though a lot of them are sharing the same nationality. I think they still need to get on the same wavelength. And uh, yeah, I think we also switched to a back four um, to try that out, because that's, I think, what we came up with um, in the championship to the Premier League with a back four. Um, And so I think Nuno has gone back to that a couple of times to try to see if that can – because we haven't really been as solid defensively, um, and I think that's in part just because the thing I was talking about, just with people figuring out our defensive strategies. Um, so, yeah, I think it's a lot of things. But, um, yeah, I think I think it's just – a it's a transitional period for us right now. The Rallo thing's tough, just getting finishing going. But um, I think the defense needs to get a little more cohesive so we can keep putting up clean sheets like we were like last season.
0: Yeah. Well, just to touch on the other two results from that last day, along with Wolves' big loss to Burnley, uh, Man U against Leeds, running out 6-2. And the um, question I want to ask about this game is, you know, after the match, a lot of discussion about, you know, as a manager who is undoubtedly one of the most entertaining managers, his tactical style. And it gets a lot of discussion for, you know, being a good manager, being – you know, sticking to his guns, stubborn in the right sense of the word. But do you think it's sort of unnecessarily stubborn to run out against Man U with your high pressing team, with your team that's going to run out and give you know these world class players high quality opportunities? Do you think that you know as a manager you should expect that adaptation? As and if you were a fan of Leeds, would you watch that going into that game and be proud of your team? You know, saying you know we're going to take it to the you know, take it to the man. We're going to take it to Manu. We're going to fight for what's ours. Or do you sort of wish that your team would be more realistic and actually play a little more cautiously and try to hit on the counter?
3: Mm -hmm. I feel like if that's the system they want to go for, you know what I mean? Then I wouldn't be pissed to say like, you have to be able to do that against, you know, stronger teams. So I feel like in that sense, like you got to kind of learn how to do that against Mm world-class, you know, offensive sides, but yeah, I don't know. What was everyone else saying? Uh,
2: I mean, speaking from mm, the Arsenal perspective, uh, that's like Arteta has been able to def- have that definitive stance of how he's going to play, how he's going to technically set up his team. So I feel like changing that is, is arguably one of the worst things a manager can do because it shows lack of confidence in his own uh, ideology and in his own uh, like, reasons for things. I think just Manu is a, a perfect team to destroy leads. <laughs> so like, yeah, of course, ideally like like maybe sitting back uh would have helped uh, you know, basically uh, prevent like counterattacks, which is what like Manu thrives off of. But I just think like I I I it could it could have worked. Do you know what I mean? Like I just think it's like also given day, it's kind of like if when you play leagues, you just have to finish your opportunities. And Manu's in form right now. I mean, that's I think the crazier thing is, yeah, Manu has right. a game in yeah. hand with 26 points. We were talking about Ollie out like week three, uh, that and, and but like this Manu team is most in, like the weirdest. I like I I just thought they bad lost vibe, games weird than three. Yeah. But I thought well, they yeah. lost more more than three games. And the fact that we beat them—that was our last win.
1: Well, cool. oh, well, Turner, you know what the deal with Man U is—they're always sneaking by. Whether it's like a last-second pin or something well, like yeah. they're gonna level, you know. But um, Chris, I'm
2: taking those last. But they, I've learned yeah. now that you yeah, <laughs> gotta count those blessings. <laughs>
0: not, well, not yeah, that like, well, I wish
2: we had two zero every game.
0: Well, oh, Chris, no, geez. I hear that. Chris, I want to ask you about this Bielsa thing because it's sort of the opposite question to what we asked you on the last episode about Mourinho Mm -hmm. in that when Mourinho promises you victory on the back of you know defensive performances sitting back playing more conservatively you know as a fan you sort of tolerate that if you get the results if you get the wins if you get the titles and it's sort of an opposite gamble to Bielsa don't you think in that with Bielsa he doesn't guarantee success in the Premier League but he guarantees excitement like if you watch a Leeds game, you're going to be enamored. You're going to be invested. You're going to probably be sweating. Your heart rate's going to go up halfway through the game yeah, watching yeah. these guys run. So, like, how do you think as a fan you should balance that, the success versus, you know, we're watching sport to be entertained?
1: I think, like, you know, his style of play is really resembling of Poch when he was with Spurs, you know, all out attacking. You know, we were going to do our best really didn't like sit back like that you know so like you were saying yeah we'd score and you know we'd be close in games but also we'd end up conceding oftentimes very late just due to that style of play just constantly going forward and you know the defense kind of getting you know lulled to sleep but I think like honestly the best manager would be a balance between the two and that's kind of what you I mean obviously Klopp has the players to play that style of ball but I mean, you talk about a team that's pretty defensively strong for the most part, you know, doesn't make too many mistakes at the bat, not too many dumb errors, just like shoving people over in the box in the last minute of the half for no reason. You know, you don't really see a lot of that from that team. And, you know, on the right day, you're likely to get touched as well by Liverpool. Um, so, I mean, I think if you look at, you know, how the game should be played, um, not that I'm some like maestro or whatever, but I mean they're <laughs> on top of the. I mean all these injuries, all these people out, and yet they're still on top of the prim. Like, you know, not necessarily comfortably, comfortably, but they're the team to beat now. So, I mean, obviously, yeah, just, you could just be like, oh, you want to mix between the two, but I mean, I really think that is just like the the killer dynamic, and Liverpool is a great example of that. Like when that works out,
0: yeah. Well, you know that, that I think that's. Oh, fucking forgot! One more game Sunday afternoon, Chelsea West Ham, uh, three nil victory. <laughs>
3: Fuck you! Almost forgot. Mm. Yeah.
1: And
0: <laughs> hey, look, I I don't think this is a very good performance. I don't think it's a convincing performance. You know, you you take three nil wins. Um, How many but, uh,
1: goals or assists does very have this season? That's what I want to know. Like, uh, in, All right.
0: in, in, in what competition, please? <laughs> uh, in the league, cup, in the league Cup, in the League Cup, he has a hat trick. Dude, those Tammy goals, Charles were <laughs> were hilarious. But Bro, the second one thrives. specifically, this guy thrives on scrap. It's
2: incredible. I was watching with Cooper and like. It should have been – I mean, West Ham just, like, had control of that game for at least – after you guys scored to, like – Yeah, that was sketchy, The 60th man. minute. But, I mean, look, I mean, you, you pull out the victories. That's all that matters. And a clean – like, the fact that – like, the fact that Suchek didn't score, I, that, that dude is an animal. I don't I, – I cannot believe – those two Slavia Prague dudes, Charles – the, the right-back, too. Sufall like, uh, and Suchek. <laughs> the Czech gods, you they're legendary. I, I, Suchek is scary, to man. Watch.
0: I mean, West Ham is like a really, I think, really dangerous team because as I think, you know, they, everyone on this, everyone's watched their team's experience this to some level, is that, you know, the teams that sit deep and have that very pacey counterattack are really dangerous. And when they're also able to counter, like, balance that with some level of midfield control and, like, some of the creative and composed players that West Ham now have, it's teams that can really take it to bigger clubs and put in dangerous. So, you know, West Ham beat Chelsea after the restart last year, and I was glad that Chelsea put them away this time. But, you know, it's definitely a hairy result and, you know, one that I would not, (laughs) uh, that, you know, I won't dismiss, regardless of how unconvincing it was. So I think I think we should do our special segment now. I think we should yeah, unwrap our holiday presents. So, you know, I'll, I'll explain what we do here. You know, each of us to get in the holiday spirit, we got two presents. We got one present for our team, for our club, for the team we support, and then we got another present for the league, for rules, for something as fans, something that we wish was more common, more widespread. And just to get in the holiday spirit, uh, you know, I, I think we should start with Turner. I don't know if he's ready.
2: <laughs> uh, sure. Um, I mean, I think as most Arsenal fans would, uh, cl- the classic genie answer, where it's like, I wish I could have four more presents. Uh, <laughs> that's my, my first present. But, uh, I mean, where do you go? Do you, I mean, it's like new owner, new manager, or uh, our
1: or I just want to uh, see an Arsenal win. <laughs> That's the thing. <Tony> <laughs> mean,
2: I just want to see an
1: Alba goal on the road. <laughs> I mean, yeah.
2: I mean, all of it. I but I don't even know if that would help. If anything, like, uh, I I if it. I mean, like, yeah. I for Christmas, I'd love. Uh, I'd love. Jesus, I mean, it's tough. I I I, I, pro- I I'd probably I mean nothing would be sweeter than Arsenal beating Chelsea at our worst. That would be insane, but I just don't think that'll happen. So, I'll, I'll oh, That's I what you wish for. It. I I want a new manager. Arteta out. I'm I'm I'm, I'm I, I I think You Woah, for it. You know what's time Yo. for it. Charles, it's time for a Rafa Benitez special. Oh, at our Call am him, him Chinese. For, He's in China, uh, right? A relegation champion, one who is brought in to keep us afloat. or because Sammy Holloway is unavailable.
0: I know that we
2: <laughs> got taken from us.
0: All right, so we'll come uh, back. We'll come back to you for your yeah, present yeah, yeah. for the league. Holly, your present to the good people of Wolverhampton Wanderers. Nuno you know, is waiting at his desk. You g- give him his box. What's in it?
3: <laughs> you know, I think the, the good people of the West Midlands, they need a finisher, and they need Divock Origi.
0: Oh, Divock Origi. <laughs> <laughs> You're giving Divock Origi for All Christmas? Right. <laughs> we'll take any sort All of thing. Right. Right, You're Christmas.
3: <laughs> Champions League Divock.
2: winner. Champions League winner.
3: And he, indeed, he is, and he could be a he could be a mid table winner as well.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right, Chris, what would you get for Tottenham Hotspur and Jose Mourinho? Mm,
1: you know, there's a few different ways I want to go at this. <laughs> few different ways I want to go at this, but I'm gonna say. Hmm. You know, I'm gonna say give us Marcel Sabitzer from Leipzig, man. I just think like our <laughs> game, like you know, we're lacking. We're just lacking a, a midfielder who just really poses a threat to strike from outside, kind of like Ericsson. Bro, used to how do. many center mids like, do
0: you guys have?
1: Well, dude, we have too many, but like the problem, the problem is last year, everybody, last year, everybody was hurt, right? Mm. Literally everybody was hurt. So we had to sign, like we ended up having to buy So regardless, although I'm so glad we did. We ended up having to buy him. I mean, dude, we've loaned Jetson in for like over a year, like almost two years. Like that should let you know how like our midfield was. Um, so, obviously, we have people healthy back, but, I mean, if you look at the midfield players, like, I agree we do, but, like, Sissoko's not going to score. Hoiberg, like, he's been shooting from distance a bit, you know, trying to get one, but he's most likely not going to score, you know. So, Indembele, you know, he can play, he can score, he can do that, but I think if we had more threats in the midfield, he could pose. I mean, that's also me. You know, Charles, I'll take, I'll take that back. I want us to become more attacking minded. That's what I'll say. Oh. And moves, moves like Sabitzer and so on and so forth would help that.
0: We're within that philosophy. Jose
1: out. Jose out. That's, <laughs> yeah, <what's>, that's, <laughs> that, that's exactly. That's exactly what that means. And Arteta uh, in. And Arteta in. Yes. <laughs> wow. Arteta in. Jose out.
0: You know, sadly. Like, shirts right now. <laughs> I won't go. Frank out. Because I have a little more belief in him at this point in time, and I am torn between wishing for a goal uh, for Havertz and wishing for a goal you for.
1: <laughs>
0: you should be wishing
1: for that. Wishing for a goal for whatever. You should hey, be
0: hey, that money back that
1: you paid for. Okay, bro. man.
0: Bro. Okay, people are talking about bell Endombe- How bell is like a steal now. for they paid like Class. seventy million for him <laughs> last year, and he couldn't get off the bench for more than a water.
1: Hey. Hey, Jose just needed to, to get his paws on him, man. Jose All right. Jose just
0: needed to work him. All right. Um, <laughs> but what I, will it, ask for, what I will ask for is a healthy Christian Pulisic. Uh, this guy, shot. ever since he's been signed from Dortmund, has struggled with every injury imaginable in every way. Uh, every time he gets back to form and he's balling, he fall, gives out with something. He picks up something. And it's always in, like, the pre-match training. Thank you for the clapping emoji, Ollie. Um, But I really just want to see the guy out getting consistent game time out because he's really a delight to watch. I love watching him for Chelsea. I love watching him for the U.S. men's national team. And I hope he can do that with two healthy hamstrings and uh, a great right foot, which he's demonstrated in his limited game time in the past. So, yeah, well... First round of gifts done. I'm pretty pleased with that. I think everyone did a good job. Everyone did their homework. Um, I think a lot of managers would be pretty happy. Although I don't know how Mourinho would take getting told from a you know, twenty from a person old, who doesn't from a twenty one year old in, yeah. from Pasadena, California. They start playing more attacking, attacking minded again. <laughs> Hoiberg out there for Savitzer.
1: Hey, no Hoiberg stays on. Hoiberg never leaves the field. He gives Sissoko some time. You know, he's he's getting a little bit up there in age, so <laughs> you could bring him on for the muscle and run Ndombele and Sabitzer or La Celso and Sabitzer behind Kane's son and Bergwin on the wing. I don't know. He's in very poor form, but, I mean, bro, that's nasty. Well,
0: also, right. nah,
1: nah, I'm sorry, Charles. I got to go change my gift, man. I got to <laughs> change my gift. I got to
0: change my gear. You're going to replace Bergwijn?
1: No, I'm going to give Gareth Bale his, like, 20-year-old legs back, dude. Like, <laughs> that would be lit. That is what Spurs need right now. So, yes, yeah, so, yeah. so you are going to replace Bergwijn. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> with Gareth Bale with 20-year-old legs. That would be oh, raw. Take
0: away his golf clubs. Exactly. <laughs> we could
1: hit the league. That's the perfect Tottenham gift. Like, perfect. We could hit the league now. Turner, what's us hear it.
0: Tottenham, Yeah, Turner. Well, What would you give the League the premier league or the fans I or mean, anything uh in order to make my 2021 survivable uh
2: i i would hope for just spurs not winning the title that would be fuck my you book. man but, but but my gift to league i think on all, on all seriousness uh i forget who came out with uh this proposal it might have been check it might have been some other goalie but uh a little line in front of the, the goal line uh, for goalies on penalties uh, to step out from, because I think that is the biggest BS I've ever heard in terms of VAR and that goalies are saving penalties. And then they're going to VAR and checking that a, c- a centimeter separates their toe from the line. And that gives them a quote unquote unfair advantage to a dude who can hit a ball, if, you know, 40 miles per hour at them from whatever many yards out. I think um, that needs changing because goalies should be rewarded for saving penalties, not uh, having to face another one because they may be encroached a little bit.
1: Yeah, I would that encourage thing.
0: everyone to check out Check's Instagram post on this, where he does is like that what? it was measurements. Checked, right? yeah, it was Check, and yeah. so he does an Instagram post and he does sort of like explains how how is the, any keeper supposed to actually cover the goal physically without taking that small jump step forward and so i think you know it's good and you know I would not complain and it's really a pain you know to see both players like to keepers pause after saving a penalty because they're worried about it getting called back the whole thing you know it's one of the downsides of var certainly ollie you got your gift for the league
3: well, I got a couple of gifts, but um, oh, a
0: couple of gifts. Oh, we can hear them both, we'll, you know. You hear can.
3: some okay? So, <laughs> all right, my first gift would be um, giving another penalty to Pepe, uh, because we know that's the only way he's gonna score.
2: <laughs> wow, <laughs> I really did this, dude. I was hitting this chip for the league. <swinging>. I, I publicly denounced the dude last week. Oh my it. god! <laughs>
0: Turner's been just unprompted. dropping bomb <laughs> <kills>. uh,
3: <laughs> Okay, and then my second uh, gift would be to give VAR some more lines to work with because they need some more lines. I think they don't have enough lines.
0: <laughs> give them a ruler or two. All right,
3: Chris. Only a couple of rulers and some more some more on the field monitors.
0: Chris, if oh, Pepe's man. in your answer, we're stopping the game.
1: No, no, Pepe hasn't even done enough this year to even be in my vocabulary. <laughs> like, geez, Spurs dodged a bullet with that one. Whew, that's all I'll say. Because I wanted oh, that, man. Shit. I wanted I wanted Pepe, dude. Could you imagine if he signed Pepe and like Bellet? or something, and just was, like, 140 mil out, like... He'd be scoring 30 goals a
2: week, right? He'd be balling. <laughs> I'm sure he'd be under under
1: potch, under he'd, yeah. he'd be hot, man. Not uh, even a
2: headbutt in him, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Dude, for me, I don't know, this is, like, a really tough rule and a tough ad, but I don't know, I think the whole kind of strategy of, like, just heading balls back into the area of swinging arms and, you know... The, the Champions League always gets me when is like pointing his arm out, you know, trying to direct. I forgot who he was trying to direct Um, right near, maybe Vertonghen or somebody. But, you know, the arm's out and Mane just so happens to kick a ball directly out his arm, you know? I think that's a really tough rule and you can't really just check kind of like for an intentional grounding or something for football of like, there's a guy in the area, you know, who qualifies to receive the pass or something. But yeah, I'm just curious. I mean, earlier on in the season not so much now but you saw a lot of really which i think will have an impact on the season a lot of very early decisions on handballs that led to you know significant results and you know i do think that has takes a part in shaping the season so um it's weird and you know there's no real way not really like a, an amazing gift that could just be done like overnight but yeah i want to see you know whether it's changes in the in the rule books or whether they look at it a certain way or they have somebody, you know, just watching the style of play, I just think it's real fishy. And sometimes you can tell when a dude's crossing a ball into an area and it hits somebody or, you know, somebody has intent to hit a ball. But also I do, you know, that ruined Champions League for me. Like 15 seconds in, Sissoko has his arm up. And Mon H goes, yeah, let me go ahead and get a pin real quick. Like, I, I don't know. I think that ruins a lot of football games from my point of view. Um, hmm. So a tough get, but, yeah, that's what I'm looking at. Mm. Let's hear it Charles
0: My gift would be Two extra substitutions To every Premier League manager The Premier League is the only Top European league Not to be employing five substitutions this year The Champions League is employing Five substitutions this year Every single international competitive game That players within the Premier League play during international breaks Is five substitutions The top managers within the Premier League all complain that they do not rest their players enough. However, clubs with small squads, Wolves, uh, and other small teams boycott the measure because they say that five subs is not enough. This puts players in the dangerous position of playing through small injuries, and that is why soft tissue injuries during the season are higher than they've ever been. Because in case you've been living under a rock, to all of our listeners, there is football on every single day. And the reason there is football on every single day is because every single competition is trying to play in the same schedule, the same weeks. Players are playing every two days and a lot of squads aren't, simply aren't big enough to play at the same time. So what I would want for Christmas, two extra subs, every manager, get five subs into the Premier League for this season so we can be like the rest of Europe in that regard. Standardize it makes a lot of sense in my opinion. Saves the players a lot of injuries, and we got to see a lot more rotation. I think it's good for Charles, the
1: game. Charles, that's a, a pretty good shout. But my little sneaky spur suspicion says, hmm, when Chelsea's loaned about eighty people, is loaned about the entire like championship or whatever they're on, like. Are you, are you saying that so Chelsea can, like, substitute all of their, like, $5 million signings, like, well, $100 million signings on at once? I every mean, or I, think think like, where, I think this is a logical
0: argument. I think there's a logical argument against it, is that big clubs would just use it to bring on expensive players while small clubs are bringing on, you know.
1: Sports. Turner. Turner to lead the line, bro. Yeah, right. exactly.
0: Like, bring on, like, your fucking where, average Where was job. that
2: show? Uh, why, why am I getting pulled into this? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and so <laughs> – for that, yeah. I can understand why you would make domestic cup competitions three subs. Because if your you know, League One team is coming up against Tottenham, for example, and Tottenham starts a you know, front line of you know, Carlos Vinicius, Lucas, Dele, you know whoever, and then is able to bring on Bale, Sun, Kane, and Dombele, La Celso, That would be a little problematic if the guys, if the League One team is bringing on, you know, Alan Smith, your local plumber. Like, I know it's League One, (laughs) they're professionals, but. Yeah, I hear that. But in the league, I do think that the difference between substitute players is there, but I don't think it's so large that it should justify changes to decision. Because at the end of the day, it's like you're not really making decisions anywhere else in the field of play based off of the quality of the teams playing like where else in the rules is that taken into account nowhere it's like you know both teams are playing the same game there's 11 players playing 11 players and i totally understand that the effects are felt differently but i think five subs is good and it's also you know you know pep doesn't even use three subs so i don't understand why he's the one that's complaining the most out of it but I, I, I just was, think it it makes no
2: Klopp.
0: Sense. I thought it was Klopp, Charles. No, Charles. I know
2: Klopp, Klopp isn't complaining the most, but Pep was an also an idiot. Klopp
1: can, uh, yeah. Anyway, Dylan, yeah. Talk yeah. your shit.
2: Talk your Tell shit. Tell him, Turner.
1: God. Tell him. Tell him, right.
2: Turner. Oh. <laughs> Tell him. <You laughs> I got no leg to stand. Like it's not like my team is anything on on Liverpool. They're 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 killing it. But I, uh, he's, he's he's somewhat elitist in my opinion. He thinks he's he he's he very. I don't know. It's one of those things where, like, Klopp would be the first one to tell you that he's the greatest manager in the world. And I just think that that never – it just doesn't sit right with he, me. But, he'd
0: be the first person to tell you that without saying it, you know? That's true. I, but... I totally agree. I totally agree. I think he would definitely not say it because I think his, like, in total, like, bravado of, like, being, like, the casual, like – he's, like, the right. dude. He's, like, the guy who's going to, like, come up and give you a hug. But, like, the entire time, everyone within his presence is, like, oh, this dude is – like the only reason he's interacting with me is because he knows I'm of no consequence, because he's yeah. the greatest manager in the world. I think it's interesting. I, I wonder what like fans in Germany thought of Klopp when Dortmund was winning titles. Yeah, because I think like you know I think it's like people in watch that watch the Premier League are increasingly I think a little bit divided because it's like he's way if you are a fan of a rival team. He's way more tolerable if he's not, like, winning it all the time. Like, when he's, like, the upstart and, like, he gets, like, the big upset and he's, like, hugging people on the pitch, that's way more fun than him, like, talking shit about, like,
1: Chris, Chris Wilder team. yeah uh,
0: the Chris Wilder is pretty funny like he he has like three <laughs> or, subs and one point well his,
2: Chris, uh, the Chris Wilder response is my favorite it was like
0: <laughs> he was just like
2: I don't know why he's talking to me we'll put him the table lads we're just trying to stay up <laughs> 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 and it's just dude the look, the dude looks exactly like Pat Ansbury. I don't know I think he I does uh, we'll to yeah. bleep that out we'll to bleep that out <laughs> yeah I guess I guess so. I guess yeah. I can't say that but uh yeah, I don't know. I, I also – a quick gift also would be uh, to give um, leagues like four to eight uh, in England so a lot of financial boost so they can start oh, okay. up. It would yeah, really be okay. sad to see uh, that, is, that part of football. Uh, I think go beyond just, like, that too. It's like, like grassroots oh, well, football too. Oh, I mean too. all leagues, but just yeah. like – like that's what the coolest part about the Premier League, in my opinion, what American sports just really – like there's not a single American sport that can – can compare is just this idea that if you if you make a squad of like 20 20 players you start in what like division like 16 or something and mm-hmm. over the course of 20 years uh with proper funding and everything you can make it to like league four and then a bit, whatever just like the fact that that's a that's a possibility right uh is is something that i i just wish we ima- imagine if like the Bengals and the browns got relegated and we actually got to see some like different cities uh coming up to uh, play the big wouldn't ones. Be I just hyped, think that'd be, it would be crazy, wouldn't dude. Be Same hyped. with the NBA. Same with the NBA. I just think, like, why, why, it doesn't make any sense why it wouldn't happen except for, like, the money. And that, yeah. Anyway, so, uh, I just hope those, those, uh, those teams are able that'd to, be at least crazy. a few of them are able to, uh, continue to survive with, with everything going on. Cause that, that'd be Good sad. Shout.
0: Good job. Well, should we preview the game? Uh, I mean, I think we should because after Christmas yeah. we've unwrapped our presents you know the gift wrap (laughs) the wrapping is outside the house we're boxing it all up it's boxing day the decorations are coming down and while the decorations are coming down we've got two days jam-packed full of Premier League action I mean there's Premier League for the next like week straight it's you know it's the best time of the year um but first game 4 30 a.m Leicester City Man United uh I which i think you know could be very interesting but i'm not going to wake up for. <laughs> Anyone want to say a word about Man U? Well we've talked about Man U and we've talked about Leicester. Both weird teams, very inconsistent. Um, just, I have no idea. Yeah, just quick going go. a quick
1: note. A quick note on the uh on Man U. I'm curious to see because it's looking like Cavani's starting to heat up a bit and starting to hit his stride. So I'm really curious to see like you know what they could look like. Cause I think at this point, we all know Martial is like a joke. Like, you know, that guy will pick and choose whenever he wants to. Uh, it's a clown. But, and
3: McTominay, yeah. I'm curious about that a little bit. Like, he looked in, in OK form. That show nice
1: was cool.
0: insane versus Leeds, those first three minutes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. McTominay <laughs> like, was definitely feeling himself. But I mean, if Cavani's gonna be out here, like acting like this is like League One, like trying to send in <laughs> shit from Deep, you know, that. Man, you could really I could be something that like turns around their season, and I think it's just hilarious. Like Cavani, right? Like who the hell wanted Cavani? None, none, none of us. Like we laughed about it in the. I really no, did, and yeah. I signed on so. my fantasy team. Uh, <laughs>
2: if, if man, you win that, I think
1: Jesus, dude, that
2: like all this talk of top four. Even some people are even talking about title competitors. I mean, that that's for real, dude. Against Leicester, a team that's like kind of beating everyone. Be a a big win, be a big win.
0: Yeah. All right, Fulham-Southampton. I think Southampton wins that easy money. Maybe not. Aston Villa-Crystal Palace, Villa probably, Mm -hmm. 2-2. And then we get to, I think, the most important match of the day. I think Turner would agree, although I don't know how much he wants to watch it with me. Arsenal-Chelsea, London-Derby. How you feeling, Turner?
2: I'll let you start <laughs> with this one, Charles. I'll let you start with this one. What are you saying?
0: Well, you know, a year ago, I was lucky enough to be at this match. All
2: right, we do not need to start with that. Come on. <laughs> we'll just Let's get to the, get to the chase. <laughs>
0: Cut to the chase. Uh, look, I'm always worried about Chelsea just because I think they're pretty inconsistent, and I just don't believe in offensive resoluteness. And I'm especially worried given the injury situation that's afflicting Chelsea. You know, currently – Chilwell and james are both out and ziek there's injury concerns without the squad plus warner and havertz are out of form still i think we're better than arsenal like i think talent wise i think managerial wise i think you know squad form wise but i think it's dangerous and i think that there's definitely the ability for a bombing to catch us out on the break or for you guys to get like a penalty like i don't know like i you guys don't really score goals but like if you guys were to score a goal i think that would be probably be bad
2: the only chance we have in this game is if if you guys don't score the, oh i mean gonna, I know. That, yeah. there's no way it's
0: going. no there's no way it's going to be like 4-3 <laughs> no but my, my point
2: just being that uh, the I, the one thing i've seen this entire season is as soon as we go down it's 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 over once we start losing it's over so uh, i i mean I mean, you're talking about injuries. We were, we, uh, Abom was out of the last game with an injury. Uh, and uh, Martinelli's done. Party's out for a while. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't see us winning the game. Uh, I don't really see how we're going to score. So. so,
3: will Laka start?
2: Yeah, I mean, that's a good question. I mean, all these heads, all these just are the fan base is ridiculous right now. Everyone's saying, <laughs> Uh, that uh, we should start Balogun, who's like my favorite little kid. Uh, Who? but um, yeah, because he's he's just like the most energetic, and he's better than Katia, and everyone hates Lacazette right now. So, uh, I don't know, I, I, I just think, yeah, it'll 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 literally come down to if if we don't concede early, but if you guys score within the first 20 minutes, the game's over. So, uh, I don't think there's any chance of us winning, but could either be I'm gonna say. 2-1 Chelsea or 4-1 Chelsea depending on how early you guys score. That's that's mine. I got I'm going to go 3-1.
0: Sweet.
2: I got to get 4-0. <laughs> 4-0? Damn. All right. You know you want to give it. yeah, true. Why would we
0: score?
3: What's yeah, your man. score? And well uh, I don't know. I guess it's really going to depend on who plays, but yeah, 3-1 probably Chelsea I'd I'd say.
0: All right. And 24 hours later, right? Um we've got another big game. Uh Turner and I's teams play each other, and then the next day we've got wolves come them. Come Taking on. the pitch at Molineux. Molineux. Oh now I feel bad. <laughs> Turner and I we didn't do chant, we didn't like get hype. I'm I'm not hyped. I mean Woo! I
3: um I'm I'm excited for this game. I mean, I think like strategy-wise. There's definitely some similarities, and I think, um, like, yeah, obviously it, it we're, we're in a position to get smacked, but at the same time, you see Wolves turning up against big teams, so we'll see.
1: Chris? Yeah, I don't know. I think for Spurs, like, this definitely isn't the same Wolves team of last year where I would have felt, like, very confident – or not very confident, but – here, let me rephrase this. This isn't the same Wolves team of last year that I would have been very happy about beating. Um, I think last year, you know, you go into a game like Wolves, especially on the road. I mean, we barely screwed that out. Uh, we're talking about the last second header. So I think that, you know, it's, it's always – it's going to be a tough game. I think it's a very well-coached like coached team. Um, I just think it really depends how Spurs – like the start that Spurs get off to. You know, they can take their chances early and then afford to hit the Jose snooze button and snooze for the rest of the game if they snag, you know, one counter, a son, a cane, you know, just two quick goals. But, you know, we'll, I, I'm honestly – I really – I see I see a 2 – I see a 2 – I see a 2-1. I see a 2-1. Like, I wouldn't – I would say a two-zero oh, for Spurs. But I feel like we, we let one squeeze through. Ollie, what's your score prediction?
3: See, like as a as a as a fan of the Premier League, I would say 3-2 Spurs, but as a Wolves fan, I'll just say three-two.
0: So it could go either way. Turner.
2: Dude. I mean I think this has one one written all over it.
0: Yeah. Mm. I think okay, I, for me fair. this is a one-zero Tottenham. I'm, uh, I'm curious. Tottenham. To
2: dude, they're on two losses in a row. I, I I don't see anything but uh but either a wolves win or a tie.
1: You guys are drunk, you know that? You guys are drunk <laughs> talking about we've lost two games and now we're not supposed to win a game for the rest of the year. Like, get out of here with that, dude. I'm curious to know, um, like how Nuno
3: sets us up against you guys because like I could see him going back to the four back you know and then just being like you know let's try to go counter versus counter or play three up and try to just like dominate because obviously we might have more possession regardless but I'd be curious to see if we try to work our counter still or if we just try to get possession and like work some stuff in with Matinho and and Neves.
1: All I'm saying is, if Yota was on this team, then I'm seeing a for sure draw. Us potentially getting packed late, but I mean, I don't know, man. No Raúl, no Yota. Like, hey gone. Pedro
3: Neto, no, no, don't no. count him out. Don't count. Yeah, him no, out. no, no. I'm not. I can testify to not count nice, nice, Pedro Neto. Nice yeah charles can he's
0: testify nice, that's nice. right turner's doing, turner's doing his celebration the d-
1: <laughs> oh, then.
0: Oh, then. Yeah, that's right
1: he's and nice, fabio girl. hey we'll see the youngin dude all i'm saying if sanchez plays then you guys will for sure score a goal like which i hate <laughs> saying because i want Homie to be good so bad but if he's playing you guys will score how do you – oh, man, and we took Daugherty off you guys, like, for no reason. That didn't even, like, need to happen, dude. Dude,
3: I'd like, take Daugherty over to over Samedo
0: any day. Oh, controversial. Dude, yeah. Well, I mean, okay, okay, okay. Daugherty's form at Wolves, yes, I would give you. But, like, Daugherty right now, trash.
1: Is – can't even play ahead of Serge Aurier, like, the human, like, mercenary in the box. <laughs>
0: Yeah, okay. I feel like Aurier had a good run of form, pretty mistake-free last few games man it's been a little rough you know
1: what it is you know what it is is like homie's just definitely playing too much charles and he's like getting tired at the end Uh of like he's just getting like Mm. you know he's not able to maintain his focus that's what i think it is because like bro homie had money in his pocket bro money serge aria you use that quote every time dude he got lucky all right (laughs) oh my lord he's been playing better all year bro by this time last year aria would have given a a given up about like six goals would have been his fault he would have kicked it over kicked the ball over the ball and like let it roll under his legs or something arya is a clown dude dude that's like, like me I, quoting
2: dude. when like when arsenal played uh uh monaco and mustafi had mbappe in his pocket and being like mustafi dude still got it still got it remember when he bagged up mbappe still got it
1: still got it cuz it wasn't two games ago dude yeah that was maybe like in year 20 like 05 or something like, you know, <laughs> Arsenal don't even like...
3: Mbappe Arsenal was, Mbappe. what, 10 years old? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what? <years>
1: old. <laughs> yeah, it was Mbappe, like, 12-turner? Get out of here with that. Um, dude, all I'm saying is, like, nah, you guys can't tell me, like, I know about R.E.A., man. Like, that dude is playing, like, it's so funny because he's so average, but, like, bruh, it, it, with the exception of the recent game, the Liverpool, or the Leicester, excuse me, when he did that, Spurs fans would have been like, "This is like signing a new player. <laughs> it's like signing a new goddamn player, dude." Um, like the uh, the lack of penalties and goals that this man's given up this year has been astounding. The fact that he's starting for this team is astounding because we were. This was that was the first dude he wanted to get rid of, going into this season was RIA. So, but wouldn't know. you also
0: say that he's just like getting a lot more help? Mm,
1: yeah well mm, uh, that I, feel is, like Koyberg, yeah. I
0: feel like troyberg has been like very ben- beneficial
1: well no you know creating, what they creating
0: like a central defensive solidity that allows the wing for backs sure, to play much for better for sure
1: for sure Horn but you know what they also do is how fucking which is why they gave up if you look at the last goal that Leicester scored that was like the own goal off of goddamn Toby is dude what they'll do is they'll let Aria bomb up, and then what Sissoko does is he drops into right back. So, like, if you look at the last goal we conceded, it was, like, whoever challenging in the air with uh, Sissoko, dude, because homie literally plays, like, Aria's spot when he's, like, on the other side of the pitch. And then when Aria, like, happens to be in, like, our own half of the pitch, then they rotate back over. But, yeah, it's, like, pretty, like, interesting how, like, Sissoko's there just cleaning up Aria's shit, too. But... I don't know, man. He's been doing his shit. Shout out, R.E.A. Not last game, but everything, all the performances up to that, shout out, R.E.A. Big boy.
0: Shout out, that <laughs> You would take him over Semedo?
3: Would I take Oreo over Semedo?
0: Yep.
2: Do not I, even think uh, about that, Ollie. If you're thinking about that, that is a – Yeah, that, yeah, I'd say no, man.
0: I would just try. All right. <laughs> I've got one more thing on this episode. Ollie sort of knew this was coming. The rest of you did not, but we've got a quiz game for Ollie Penner. It, it is It is it it is exclusively questions directed at Ollie Penner, and they are questions about the world of football. They will get – they start easy. They get harder. Okay.
3: <laughs>
0: Wait.
3: <what is> <laughs> Hold on. Let me preface this segment first. Okay. <laughs> Ollie Penner has been watching football for uh, maybe two, well, a year now. I don't know, two years now. And he came up with this segment because he thought it'd be funny to, I'm talking to the third person. I thought it'd be funny to just show how incompetent Americans are about football
0: stuff. Okay, chess. Okay. You guys <laughs> can ask questions too. I just have a few. All right?
1: Run it. Let's run it.
0: France won the 2018 World Cup. Where was the World Cup held? The, you said that uh, that was
3: held in Moscow. Mm.
0: Good shit. Good shit.
1: Yeah, that is good, dude. I I like. I knew it was Russia, but uh, if that was the actual city, like bravo, um, bravo. Next question:
0: Christian Eriksen transferred dude. from Tottenham Hotspur. To
1: who? Inter. Yeah, he knows. He knows. Know. He knows about the Spurs. About the Spurs, baby. Let's That's go. That's true.
0: It's really Spurs. I am starting easy. True or false? Oh. No, don't, don't get it twisted, though. These make me think. <laughs> Messi has never won an international trophy.
3: Like, I know he hasn't won a World Cup, I'll say true off that, but maybe he's won some other shit. True
0: is correct.
2: <gasps> yeah. R.I.P. RIP Chile.
0: In the final <laughs> of the 2006 World Cup, who was sent off for headbutting? 2000 Martin. what, you said? 2006 World Cup. <laughs> who was sent Just off? Just
1: think, OP. Just think. This okay. is like memeable. Like. For head, like you've seen the clip,
0: (laughs) Marco Materazzi. It wasn't.
1: Oh, it's like tough, but afterwards, it'll be like, yes, like I've seen that on Instagram about five thousand times, like or any one of those little football, (laughs) like YouTube comps, like most frustrated like players of twenty or whatever.
3: Two
2: thousand six, though. Uh. Can we get some hints before? Yeah, Yeah, a hint. Can I get a hint? He's a a current manager. Yes.
0: Of a big team.
1: Lamps? That's too much. In España. In España. In España. España. That's that's a second hint.
0: (laughs) I already fucked it up. Uh... See the more hints,
3: the more embarrassing it's gonna yeah. get. <laughs> yeah, that's true.
2: <laughs> I mean, I don't want to be too Like, it's also just like no, not so no, right. no, no. Like, like, like I don't
0: think it's embarrassing. Yeah. This is valiant. I'm glad like you signed fun. up for this. You like, wow. I'm glad you volunteered for this.
3: Okay, Spanish team. He's the manager for
1: one of the bigger clubs in Spain, if you will. In Villarreal, right? Emery? Emery? <laughs> one of the I don't two know. Of the I don't
3: good clubs. Okay, Zinedine
0: Zidane. <laughs> uh, okay, I wasn't good because okay. I knew
3: it could have been one of those managers, but I just wouldn't even have been able to say his name. So last saying, question:
0: yeah. the great, late Diego Armando Maradona scored two goals in the semifinal of the nineteen eighty six World Cup. One of them is maybe I think the greatest World Cup goal of all time. The second is the hand of God, where he punches the ball into the goal. Against who were these two goals scored? What nation? Uh, this is a hard one, Charles. Is, oh, I
2: know, man. this is a hard one, I know. If I hadn't just watched a Maradona documentary, i probably also was <laughs> thinking about
0: this. I'm going to say, yeah, did you, Chris, I mean, nah. Chris. Chris, you can My cooperate with
1: Ollie. Do you know it, Chris? Do you not? No, they, Charles no, got me like foolish friend. on this one. Okay, <laughs> okay. got me you, guys like you guys can cooperate.
0: You guys can cooperate. Chaz, I'm gonna
1: text you. Shout out that Maradona yeah. doc, though. I just yeah. saw that so, document like, like, two, is two totally, weeks ago. You're
0: totally good. This is just the hardest question. This is the last. No, time. I'm lit. I'm lit. That's,
1: I'm trying to think. You're, so you're asking? You're asking who the who the match? Okay, one was the Netherlands, right? Like.
0: What is that yeah, your final yeah, answer?
1: So. I know one of the, the, Netherlands. One of the was the Netherlands.
0: The five, the ninth 19- one of the was the 86 Netherlands. World Cup semi final match played in the Azteca Stadium <clears throat> in Mexico City
2: <clears throat>
0: was against England. <clears throat> oh. Fuck! I knew it I was. See it. was the documentary.
3: I need to go, go to doc- the bathroom and Jazz that. is going to be writing the the letter on the in the mirror <laughs> the fog on the mirror
1: um dude i feel i knew it was one of those like english speaking uh because on that documentary super sicko footage like crazy stuff Oh um, yeah i remember they were talking about the fans being like not where the English fans are being like racist as shit, were they? Or were they being like I, mean they probably, they,
0: they probably, probably. Like, I don't know, man. Yeah. The original yeah. hooligans, quote
1: unquote. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah.
0: yeah. Saying in rural Britannia. And this was a post. This is post Falkland Islands.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That was the whole thing. It was the the war too. I yeah. feel so ashamed. OP. I let you down, man. I just watched no, no, that.
3: we're
0: yeah. good. We're good. That was it. I
1: failed you, man. Hey, it's
0: okay. <laughs> OP, valiant effort. We will what have three th- for five. Yeah, right. I think that was it. Perfect. I'll take it. Look, I, honestly, three for five. You got the three like not ridiculous ones, right? So mm-hmm. the ones of games that you've actually could have known at all or teams We're that going you on, known, yeah. You got. Uh, I think we'll get, we'll do quiz games for everyone at some point.
1: Yeah, that'd be a good. Finish. Yeah, that was fun. Um, that was fun. That was fun, dude. Uh,
0: the second of our segment so you know this is a segment show now guys this is the evolution like like welcome to the future uh we're going big time um so anyone got any last words before we close this one out go back to our families who are missing us on christmas eve and our endless zoom calls yeah
1: yeah i i had one thing charles has been saying those numbers have been running up a little bit so keep tuning in that's all i gotta say shout out charles shout out spurs yeah, You're keep saying
2: uh, I hear this. Yo, sh- yo shout out Serge, man. You <laughs> coming over
3: in Paris,
1: bro? Like, dude, no, nah. nah. Klopp, Klopp's, Klopp's about me up to get after Turner was going after him. After <laughs> Turner was going after him, like I, I got a couple things to say about Klopp. Like
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm about to get a sounds Is
1: good, dude. Well. <laughs> if you have any, complaints, all I can say
2: is Arteta's two and two against Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, Arteta. Klopp, if you have any complaints or uh, praise for the show or any listeners, please check us out at Heads in the Game on Twitter, headsinthegame.com. All of our ats are on there. Thank you so much for listening. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Enjoy our presents. I hope each of our managers receive their gift. It's been a pleasure. Uh, We'll be back before the new year, but thank you so much. Stay safe, stay healthy, and Follow our podcast, listen to our new episodes, and we'll see you next time.
1: Cheers.